Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Spirit War Fire Scene 1. Hallelujah. Okay, here we go. Stay tuned. There's some pretty awesome news here, man. Stay tuned. Um, now... This morning, um, I was on the Drudge Report and I saw quite a few headlines that really interested me. So, um, if you don't like watching the news, that's okay. Uh, it's not about just the news. It's about really keeping tabs on what's going on in the spirit. And I, I talked with some people who are victims who have gone through great abuse. Um, a lot of stuff having to do with MK Ultra. A lot of stuff having with having to do with um, the deep state, as it is known, and um, and that's why we are rallying the spirit soldiers. We're rallying together an army of warriors, not under control. Tracy Mihalek, you like strange accent? I see. Ah, well, Tracy, it is why we are here. Maybe you are wondering why I call you to come today. It is because. We must fight big monster, big enemy. We are fighting and we are overcoming. Hold on, let me grab coffee. Ah, okay. Well, praise God. We're going to totally kick butt today. We have some awesome stuff to share regarding spirit craft. Yes, yes, we're talking about it publicly. Everybody's afraid to talk about this because they think it's New Age. They think that summoning UFOs is something only New Agers get to do. Um, New Agers do summon UFOs, and I love to make fun of New Agers, even though I love them. I think their theology sucks. But the truth is that in heaven, God has spaceships. And we're starting to learn about that. And all you got to do is read the book of Ezekiel. Um, Ezekiel describes these giant flying wheels. And uh, we are able to command the forces of heaven. So don't think that uh, for one second that God is limited by anything. Hey, Peter, good game. Yes, Tracy Mihalek. It sounds like your name. I think you are good agent for kingdom. We need you. And just in a second, we're going to have a real cowboy of heaven come on, on here on the show. Um, if you're listening, uh, go ahead and check out 
spiritwarsmedia.com for all of our stuff, all the details. And we're going to put the link to a specific Spirit War travel that uh, Tony Floyd uh, posted two days ago about going into Spirit Wars, going on these spiritual battle journeys that people make fun of. They say, oh, you're just such a child to believe that kind of thing. Well, guess what happened? About 30 minutes in, he said, let's buzz by the International Space Station. It'll watch it. It'll be on the news. They're going to they're going to have to acknowledge that this is going on. Well, this morning, <clears throat> I will tell you a secret here. Come closer so I can whisper it to you. Yes. You see, this morning, they shut off a camera of the ISS because something huge was right in front of it. Something so monstrously big in orbit over the Earth. So, what was it? Well, all I can say is, whatever it was, there are prayers of the saints. And that was just a battle, like, going to Saturn. or uh, Tony, you're going to have to come on here and tell me exactly what, what that whole mission was, because I couldn't hear it very well. I was doing laundry, and I was just with you in spirit and, and sending all my spirit craft alongside with you, brother. But we'll get Tony on here in just a moment. I just want to go through some of these headlines first. But, you know, it's well, the point of this is when you pray, expect things to happen. That's the main point. Yeah, I'll call you. I'm, we're going to bring you on a messenger here in just a moment. Um, but just, I mean, the news is so intense today. It's like we're going to go through some of this other of, of these headlines, hopefully, if we have a chance. Um, the CIA has illegal mind control experience experiments exposed in secret files. Okay? And by the way, we're reporting to you live from Honolulu, Hawaii. It is December 7th, 19-something 41. No, it's not 1941. It is a day that shall live in infamy. We are going to remember the attack that happened. I'm looking at the beach right now. Uh-oh. Tony, you're calling me. You're calling me. Hello, brother. Ah, yes, we have brother. Ah, brother Tony, you are here. Yes. Hello. Tony? Tony? Answer me, Tony! I can't hear you, bro. Well, we'll just keep trying. Um, we... Can you hear me now? Oh, Yes. Yes, yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, Tony. The, Tony is the spirit cowboy, the fringe cowboy. And uh, Tony, it's great to have you here with us today. How are you doing, brother? Awesome. Well, uh, why don't you take the mic and uh, just tell us, tell us a little bit of, of what's going on, brother? Because, um, and I'll post, I'll post the link. I'll post the link to your YouTube channel. I hope people go and subscribe to Tony Floyd on YouTube. And, uh, we will share that. So, uh, go ahead and tell us all of this Spirit Wars stuff that's going on, brother. Because the news is phenomenal today. Well, first of all, I said in, in that last video that they were taking photos of us. I clearly saw them. And, uh, 
Jesus told me, tell them they're taking photos of you and it will be seen. Wow. I just didn't know it was going to be seen this fast, but that's, when, it's just like praying. Whenever you believe God and you do stuff for him, it's usually two, within two or three days you see the results. But, uh, wow. Cool. I don't even know where to begin about the spirit. Well, what exactly, uh, what was the mission, Tony? Because the thing that I wanted to get straight was um, the whole battle, the entire battle for that was regarding Saturn, if I'm not mistaken, right? And we lost you, bro. I know here you. Oh, wait, I know why. And Melanie Storm, hey, and Tracy Mihalek is just spreading the love. It's the cutest uh, chat ever. Uh, Susan hey, says, "Hi, Tony, I miss you." Yes, I hear you now, brother. So okay. tell us, tell us about this, um, this specific spiritual uh, battle with your spiritual starships, the Trailblazer. And I, by the way, was like, Susan, I'm I'm borrowing Journey as well. Anyway, go ahead, brother. Hi, all. Oh, let me raise my window here. It's pouring down rain here in Texas. But uh, okay, Aaron B. Cox and I started pick this battle, pick this fight with the fallen angel called technology, because of so much stuff that MK Ultra and all the things that they are trying to do with our children. And yeah. the Lord has taken me and shown me. So, Aaron actually picked a battle out in Silicon Valley with the demon, with the fallen angel, and, and so I told him, I said, I have to pray on this. And uh, It was about two weeks later, the, later that the Lord told me, yes, I want you to take on this battle, this fallen one. I said, okay, Lord, I'm in it. And uh, So we attacked it, and anyway, finally we got him corralled under Alaska, and that's when the 7.0 quake happened and even my two-year-old grandson said he didn't want to sit on the potty to go poop because Paul Paul's down there with a bad bad man and that's what he's telling Brenda and uh, that's why we have the earth shakes he don't call them earthquakes he calls them earth shakes and he just terrifies his little heart to death and uh, so he acknowledges it a two-year-old acknowledges three-year-old so we battle and wrestle this fallen one and he grows I get the shield of Goliath I grow and we're just battling and I'm tossing this friggin fallen one up against the wall in this cave and every time I do it the earth starts shaking above he's directly under my daughter's house where my loved ones are he's trying to destroy everything I have because he thinks I will curse God like he tried to do with Job, but I will not. And so anyway, I lost him in there for two or three days after the spirit wars thing, and I couldn't find him. And so I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, i got to 
have some way to find this guy. And I started hacking away at his arm, by the way, that he's holding computer chips with. And so the Lord said, attack the secondary. And so when the Lord... Okay, we're, we're having some uh, technical difficulty here. Um, let's see what we can do here. I think it's... I think the electricity is, there's so much electricity being used right now that it is indeed, it is indeed a battle. A battle to get this information out. Hold on there, brother. One second. Information. Oh, they are fighting to not let you hear this information. They do not want you to know the power that you have. And the enemy is on his last legs here. He is He's lashing out. And he's fighting because he knows that he's losing the planet. He's losing the war. The spirit war. So, And the, the spirit war is really just something in the spirit. But in the, in the physical, it's going to come true as well. So um, thank you everybody for your patience and we're going to get into this material. Um, Tony, just continue with uh, the vision um, because this is one of the visions that has had a confirmation, physical confirmation uh, photograph from the International Space Station this morning on Drudge Report. You can check it out for yourself. Um, but continue. So um, so we're, we're battling this demon that you have a name for called technology, which could be yeah, maybe a fallen, fallen angel, angel a, a fallen angel sorry okay yeah. yeah we don't recommend this at home guys you don't just go picking on fallen angels unless the lord shows you to do something like that. I recommend it. <laughs> all right don't highly recommend it okay well hombre <laughs> okay so i'm after him so i can't draw him out i can't draw him out of the cave and i can't find him so I inquired to the Lord about how to do this, and he told me, to, you know, to attack the secondary targets, the satellite that technology is used from, which is a friggin' secret military satellite, by the way, or government or Illuminati or whoever's running it. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. So the Lord shows me the vision of the satellite, so immediately I come out of the cave and I summons Michael and Aaron Cox. And we, that's when Saturn came in. That's probably when you jumped on the broadcast there, Michael. You, you missed the other parts. But uh, So I went up around the rings of Saturn, which I call, uh, like, it's kind of like a safety place. The rings of Saturn is, I don't know why, but they've just always been a safe haven for me. Sometimes the Trailblazer and the Ninth Fleet of Heaven encamped in the rings of Saturn while I'm not on them. And midnight comes and takes me there. But in this case, Trailblazer was already here. I just had to come up out of the ground, jump onto the Trailblazer, and off to the rings of Saturn where I waited for Michael and Aaron. And then on my last broadcast on my YouTube channel, if you want to watch it or listen to it, you can kind of catch up. Yeah. So after we left the rings of Saturn, we were on our way to the satellite when a battlefield appeared before me in a vision and it was Jesus on the bridge and all these demons chasing God's people and Jesus waving on me and 
to himself and to his bosom, and uh, most of them wouldn't come. It's so sad. And so we started blasting away at the demons, chasing the people by the commands of God to do so, and the children joined us. And then after that battle, we continued on to the International Space Station, which is when I said on my last video, the Lord told me to buzz the International Space Station because they're going to take photos of us and it's going to be revealed in a short time so that people may believe that this is true. What I'm telling you is true. And that's what you got on the judge, the judge report this morning. And praise God for it. He always vindicates me. He always shows that I am not lying, that this is the truth. He's inviting everyone to do so. So that's kind of where we're at now. We buzzed the International Space Station. I smiled for the man wiping the window and taking photos of us. I could clearly see flashes going off inside the, the space station where the, the flash on the camera was going. And uh, I knew the Lord said, turn belly up and let them see you. And so this huge armada that we're in, we turned sideways and they were taking photos of us. And the Lord said, they, they're going to see these photos very soon. I just didn't know this soon. But I praise God and I thank you, Father, for vindicating me, for standing beside me, God, and to show that I'm not a liar and I'm not a lunatic. And, uh, so that's kind of where we're at, the spirit wars and then... Then we attacked another armada of fallen ones coming toward us. And that battle is still raging until my brother Michael and, and Aaron, until we get back together and finish this battle. We're going to take down the satellite, and whenever we do, it's going to piss the fallen angel technology off, and he's going to come up out of the earth, and he's going to come up, and we're going to battle. And this is what the Lord told me. This is how you're going to draw him out. And uh, we're going to hack his arm off and get those friggin' computer chips out of his hand. Michael's going to lock a gate to hell. I'm going to build a, a spiritual concrete wall in front of that door that Michael locks. Wisdom from heaven has given me a set of shackles to embed in this wall. And we are to chain and bind this fallen one to that door and that brick wall. So that's what we're trying to do right now is to draw him out because I can't find him in the earth anymore. We're having like 240 earthquakes a day in Alaska where this guy is moving around. And even my three-year-old grandson knows this. So it's, it's just everywhere, guys. And just believe God. Just believe him and it'll be counted as righteousness to you. So that's kind of where we're at in the spirit wars, Michael. Amen. And I, I wanted to just have you on to quickly share that testimony to kind of confirm for people that the things that we're talking about, when you start out believing in God, for example, or when you keep walking with God and he shows you more stuff, you know, you feel like a kid. You feel like you have a, a childlike faith in that, and that's what you should have, you know. Um Hey, George, God bless you, brother. Thanks for, for coming in. Uh, Crystal, bless you. You know, the thing is, you get a reward, though, when you step out by faith. 
before you have proof you know like you know it's it just takes that that step of faith and today we we have a lot of other things going on um you know there's there's uh new information about ai the computer system showing signs of human intuition a turning point for ai um and right here in uh hawaii it's the anniversary of pearl harbor so it's kind of interesting outside there's these big booms going on i I can see the ocean and there's huge explosions so either we're getting attacked again or it's um a parade or something or like a memorial um there's incredible horrible ebola spreading it's like a horror movie just spread to a major city we need to pray for that talk about blocking a gate to hell um there is china sending a pioneering mission to the far side of the moon of course we all know there's like giant crashed spaceships on the back side of the moon conveniently it seems like they always crash in this on the far side of the moon i, I wonder why <laughs> somebody should go there and turn it around so we can just see everything um and um but you know like for instance having faith like the the point is the moon is so big there's no way that the moon is even um natural everybody knows that the moon is an impossibility but it literally helps life to exist on this planet so you you don't know that when you're first starting out in your faith you you just have like a baby faith and it's okay to be a baby sometimes but don't just stay a baby a lot of people they go to heaven they have visions of the father and they're sitting on the father's lap and it's like really fun and sweet and and cute but i'm i'm not so sure if he just wants us to stay there all day i think he wants us to go out there and you know fight for innocence and fight the darkness and go um go and storm the realms of satan and then bring the children back to heaven bring them to the to the halls of the father have your own families have your own start to create your own worlds you know that that's the heritage of the children of god is creators you know we're meant to um have limitless expansion and so it's great oh aaron's messaging on uh, youtube here he says tony sorry i missed your call earlier what is just some kind of spiritual answering machine service anyway that'll be five dollars tony just kidding <laughs> It's like live radio. Yeah. Um, you're still here, though, brother. Do you want to share any any other recent um, encounters? Where are we going next, Tony? Do you, do you get any visions even while we're talking today? You were talking about the moon. Yeah. The Lord, the Lord brought the book of Jude to me, and He said, "Remember, I said they left their Adobe." Now, Adobe and the Spirit is is a place. They they had a dwelling place. Otherwise, other words, the fallen angels left their planet. They left their home to come down here to take women. I believe that to be the moon. I believe it to be some of the other planets in our solar system. But some people may disagree. But right there in the Book of Jude, it tells you so that they left their own Adobe. So there has to be a physical place for the watchers. I believe it's the moon. It's one of them. So anyway, that's 
what the Lord brought up to me. Well, it's it's possible. I mean, the moon was definitely positioned, and it's not anti-biblical to believe that. You know, it's like people think that you're you're not following God if you uh, believe something that isn't in the Bible. But actually, the Bible doesn't really tell us about that. It just tells us that God created the heavens and the earth, and it could have taken him a week, but it also could say that it took... Um, in that span of seven days that he positioned the earth and he started the genetic process and he he terraformed the planet and um the moon without the moon there would be no tides there would be no um a lot of things that we take for granted like a woman's menstrual cycles you know going along with the moon one month you know uh everything at the very heart and core of life must be connected to the moon and that's why a lot of people worship the moon we're not we're told not to worship the moon or the goddess of the moon or whatever um aaron says do i think we might be writing the final chapters of the bible i think we are the next chapters of the bible i think that the bible kind of leaves us with a bunch of letters from paul which are inspired and i believe in them and the gospels and a bunch of dreams you know john's visions and then the book of acts and i believe we are the continuation of the book of acts i think that you know we are meant to live by faith and and god is coming back through jesus of course his son is coming back son of god but he's also expecting us to rise and to start stepping out in faith and i was challenged this morning to go and uh spirit view the underground of disney world <laughs> i'm not kidding i was like when is somebody gonna come out with some information about disney world and all the horrible things that happen underground there and then somebody was like why don't you heard a story about that tell us yeah well this was well not even a couple of years ago it was probably about a year ago maybe maybe not even that long this was whenever I was writing a story about tracking two killers and uh, I had tracked them over to Cuba the Lord stopped me in the shepherd hounds he let the shepherd hounds go into Cuba to run this demon out that I was after but he would not let me go in there so I had to stop and I sat on midnight out on the ocean we just sat there and we waited for the shepherd hounds to hit his trail and to get him out of there and then we run him across the Pacific into Taiwan to beat all places, Michael. That's when you were still in Taiwan. Yeah. And uh, so I found myself in this valley, and somehow I felt like it was pretty close to where you lived, outside the city maybe. I don't know. And uh, so I'm standing in this valley, and I see demons are everywhere surrounded me see this this demon has set me into a trap i trailed him into a trap and i trapped myself and there were just demons demonic forces all around me i could see them all around me i was not afraid i'm not afraid there's no fear in christ jesus praise your god and so i just started talking to the lord i said okay lord i might have got myself into a pickle here I might need you now. <laughs> kind of how I talk to my, my Lord of Light. 
And uh, so Jesus said, see that little hole in the ground? I said, yes. He said, jump in there. So I jumped in this little hole. Jesus jumped in the hole with me. And the shepherd hound, which are really, really huge, shrunk down to like a little poodle, jumped into my arms. Now, and the Lord said, now put your shield over the top. So I put my shield over the top of us, and we were in this hole with my shield behind me. So Jesus was giggling, and we were giggling with each other, and he said, see. And so when he said, see, I could see the, the leader demon say, look, it's a relic. He dropped his shield. And all of a sudden, all these demons come out of the woods, come out of everywhere, and started running to collect my shield, a relic. They wanted to take it to hell. So I had my arm through my shield so they couldn't take it, but Jesus said, wait, wait, they're almost here. They're almost here, wait, wait, now. Jesus said, now, I pulled my shield back, we popped out of the hole, and Jesus just exploded in a glory light, and it just destroyed every single one of them. And we laughed, and we rolled on the ground, and we laughed at what we had done. It was just so, such a blessing to be in the spirit war battle with Jesus. And, uh, so. so cool. <laughs> I love it. Well, praise God. I love the spiritual warfare visions like this. And it's so good to have Tony setting us straight. You know, a lot of people go to heaven and they just want to baby around. Or, you know, they're just the, the the bride twirling her dress around for Jesus, you know. And it's, it's like, okay, guys, that's great. But, like, hello, like, are we going to go to war or, or are we just going to sit here? Like, like, look out there in the... Look out there in the parking lot. Looks like he's got like spaceships and stuff, man. Let's take the whole armor of God and stand in the evil day, you know. And it's just like, come on, let's do this stuff, you know. And uh, that's why I think you're the only one I know that that actually does this. I mean, there's a few people who maybe like share some visions or prophecies, but only Tony will. Uh, off the drop of a hat i mean this is like the day after this giant earthquake in in alaska where your family is and you know and then you don't even wait for a minute you just like jump right into the trailblazer and go go to town and take these guys out man let's get the tell me that god chose it to me and i'm just boom i'm drawn right into it why is it important to uh spirit travel and and use spaceships why doesn't jesus just let us like have like a, a prayer to say like hey devil go away like why do we have to go in there and, and do well, what you do like that or or maybe if if you have well, the faith why, for it why, the better question is why did jesus give us armor why did you why did jesus say that you would judge angels how are you going to judge angels if you never used them exactly you've never had you know how are you going to do this, folks? We are to judge the angels. But I tell you what, my angels are going to get all kinds of rewards. Because yeah. when I judge them, I'm going to tell the Lord, these are the greatest angels ever, Lord. They fight for me. They battle with me. You know what? Your angels 
that were created for you. And you all have legions of angels because you are a co-heir to the kingdom of heaven. On the cross, Jesus said, don't you know that I could bring ten legions of angels down? But yet, no one takes my life. I lay it down for you. So, Jesus was telling you right there, mystery. You have angels. You're a co-heir to the kingdom of God. Well, you guys get it. I'm not going to go too much further on that. I get tongue twisted sometimes. So, But we have angels. And we can order these angels. Not all angels you can order. But when the day that you were created, God created you legions of angels in hopes that one day you would figure out how to use them. Wow. So... I didn't figure it out. He showed me. I mean, he forced it upon me in 2013 whenever I was recruited into the Spirit Wars. And and I just got a report tonight of the two teenagers that were kicked in the chest in a Spirit Wars battle. One of them had to have emergency surgery and is doing better, and the other one is still having many complications. And both of their stories are identical Mom, Dad, I couldn't tell these doctors what truly happened, but I woke up and I was swinging the sword at demons and one jumped out and kicked me in the chest and that's how my lungs were collapsed. Both of them had collapsed lungs. Both of them have the identical story and neither one of them know squat about the spirit wars. Why did they get hurt? Because they did not have their armor on. So the armor of God is so very important that Michael just brought up a minute ago. So, guys, we were created by God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I was in the garden, and wisdom was with me, and we were sitting on the side of a hill. Wisdom comes and sit. So I came and I sat with wisdom. And I could now hear a conversation of Father God, Holy Spirit, and Jesus. And the words were, let us create man in our own image. Yes, yes, let's do that. And so God reached inside of himself and he pulled out a piece of himself and he laid it on the ground. Holy Spirit hovered over it like a tornado cloud, dust flying, everything. Couldn't see anything, just dust. When Holy Spirit moved, Adam lay there, dead, a man, created, lay on the ground, lifeless. Jesus went over, knelt down beside him, put his hand behind his neck, lifted Adam's head, looked up at me with the the biggest, oh my God, just a look in his eyes, just, I don't want to go there, I'll just break down looked at me and he said, I am the truth, I am the life, and I am the way. And he reached down and he gave Adam mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Adam sprang up off the ground with life, started running through the garden. Father God just started cracking up, laughing, like kind of like ho, 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 like Santa Claus, I guess. 
just deep rumbling laughter that was so pleasing to my very soul. And Jesus was standing beside him and he was laughing. And then a moment or two later, as the vision went forward, God was sitting with Adam, Adam on a rock beside a brook, beside a creek, very, very beautiful place. And he was bringing the animals beside him and said, Adam, what are you going to name this one? And Adam would put his hand up and think and says, I'm going to call this one a horse. And Father would laugh and say, that's a good name, Adam. And I pondered this as I watched it. And I thought, how long must this have took for God to bring every creature that he created before Adam to name bugs, all of it? At that moment, God the Father turned around and looked at me, and he pointed his finger at me, and he said, Tony, this is not even the first second of the first day of all eternity of what I have planned for you. And that just floored me. And God is so good. He has so much planned for each and every one of our lives. And the spirit wars battle is part of mine. And it's part of all of ours. And you will be kicked in the chest by a demon and taken out if you don't armor up and fight. You have no choice. You must fight because Satan's sure going to fight you. Well, this is kind of how I got into the spirit world, in the spirit realm. And it intensifies with me every day. It never goes away. It doesn't matter if I'm writing a story. It doesn't matter if I do an interview. It doesn't matter what I do. I am still in spirit battles every day, daily. And I love it. It's my life because it's my eternity. And this is where God wants to take each and every one of us. And he has such wonderful things and gifts to give us. So... I just encourage everybody to believe because as I said about the creation, all three of them put a piece of themselves into us. So we are to believe by faith. Jesus said, just the faith of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. Well, well, thank you for, for sharing that brother. Keep, you can keep talking. I just wanted to say that I'm, um, as you're speaking, I'm posting the, uh, the link to your YouTube channel and the mentioning of taking spirit ships buzzing the ISS that starts about 31 minutes in. This is literally just a few days ago. And then I will also post the link to the article of the, the, um, the ISS actually photographing this giant... You see it, it's like this big blue blobby thing with a white light in the middle of it. It's hard to see, but it's something that was so threatening for the NASA people that they had to shut off the camera. And um, what I, I believe that there's something going on that we, um, we are welcome to view into the spirit, to witness. And as you see things, you will see things change. And I believe that... It's, it helps you to have kind of a handle on a spirit craft when you have a spirit craft um, to use that and to take it into um, the realms of the spirit instead of just like us floating around. You know, I would get kind of nervous like floating around in um, 
whatever the big ocean of space like like if you were swimming in the ocean you'd be kind of i i get creeped out swimming in the really deep water i love swimming but you know there's sharks and there's i see manta rays and i see eels and giant um like huge uh sea turtles and when the water's really murky and stuff it's like it creeps you out man like I, I came face to face with this giant sea turtle. It looks like a dinosaur. I mean, these things are huge and they're old. And um, anyway, uh, go ahead and I'll post to the the chat. Uh, Tony, why don't you share a few more things about spirit travel and and tell us like tell us some details about your different spacecraft in the spirit. We want to know what what was the thing that they did they was that one of mine or was that what do you think that was that we buzzed by the the uh, ISS. Trailblazer. Okay, the trailblazer. Remember, you'll see if if you go over to my YouTube on on that last broadcast that I, I told you that the Lord said, "Turn your ship sideways." So, the trailblazer is a lot of blue in the trailblazer, but on the bottom, God wanted them to see the hooks. So that was probably what the white light is that they were seeing with the hooks off the trailblazer and off your ships and many of others. It's not just me. We were all there, brother. We all have a hand in this. And so that's what they were taking. They were taking a photo of it. And of course, they didn't release the good photo, but we knew they wouldn't. But the point is that I told God told me to do this and to say, he told me to buzz the International Space Station. They're going to take photos of you. And it's going to come. I just didn't know if it was going to be the following day. So, or two days later, but usually it, it is pretty fast. The trailblazer is the color of the rainbows. When God came to me, the Elohim, the Trinity of Heaven, came to me in 2013 and recruited me in. After I did about seven or eight spirit battles and journeys with the holy angels, I had some really bad to the bone angels with me that were protecting me. I mean, you, you aren't going to get to me, buddy. And they were my bodyguards in these spirit travels as God was training me. I did so many things with these guys, I, I didn't even write those stories. No one even knows about them except Brenda, about what happened and what was set in place that day. But anyway, so the Lord shows up one day and he says, uh, it was my birthday, November 27, 2013. And uh, this was about a week or so before my birthday. He shows up and he says, you got your camera? He said, yes, Lord. He said, come outside. I have a birthday present for you. And I started to grab my camera, and the Lord said, do you want a horse or a UFO? I said, uh, what? He said, would you like to have a horse or a heavenly craft to travel in? I said, uh, I didn't really understand what the Lord was asking. It kind of blew me away. I'm not into UFOs. I don't watch UFO stuff. And uh, where's this coming from, Lord? But I have had many visions in my life of UFOs. So it wasn't a total shock. So I said, uh, maybe I'll take a horse, Lord. <laughs> and so I went outside 
and he said, come around the house. And I walked around the house, and there in the sky was the head of a white stallion with a mane. He had his eyes closed because if he would have opened his eyes, it would have probably killed me, the glory of God that would have come off of him. And so I took the photo, and I posted every now and again. And so he gave me a horse. And then I sat around pondering this horse. And then one day, I heard the voice of the Lord. And he said, you know you don't have to die to ride that horse. I said, well, how do I ride it, Lord? How? I mean, I can't even jump up and get on it. You know, how do I ride a horse like that, Lord? This is crazy. And that's when he started teaching me more about how to go into the spirit. So finally I did. And then after I received midnight and I rode him for my first time, then the Lord said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and give you a UFO. And that's exactly how God said, I'm going to give you a UFO. He said, but we're going to design it together. And so the Lord would come and he would say, how do you want the hall to look like? What do you want the hall to look like? And I'd ponder it and had these little creation angels. I mean, they're no tiny than, they're just tiny. But there were millions of them. And they went and they started designing the hall. If I didn't like it, they would replace it. Uh, excuse me. So we did this for about... I don't know, four, five, six months. I, I can't remember how long designing the trailblazer. I didn't even know what I was doing. And uh, so the liberty came in my life then. Wait, you're saying that the Lord, the Lord allowed you to design your own spirit craft, the trailblazer? Yes. Nice. <laughs> okay, so that was the first one. Then the second one was the liberty, right? Liberty was actually my training ship. That was the first ship I was on, but I thought it was mine, but it was not. It was just a training ship. That's the one I crashed Lucifer's Fortress in was the Liberty. Wow. And uh, after that, after that, I guess Liberty asked God, you got to get him off my ship. This guy's crazy. <laughs> so anyway, so, so we started designing the Trailblazer. And it took, it took a long time to do it. Also designed the Purity, the Justice, the Texas, and uh, many other ships. The Stingrays that the children fly, and I love flying the Stingrays, and Jesus loves flying the Stingrays. It's just bad to the bone little weapons, especially with the children in it, because they don't care. They shoot everything. Awesome. <laughs> so, then all of a sudden, the Lord would come and he said, you want to fly? Uh, Lord, this is weird, but yeah, I want to fly. Because I was learning how to receive what God was telling me and to believe him. And that's just what I said one day. I, I'm, I'm just going to believe you, God. And so I did. So when he'd come, I'd start doing these things with him. And then pretty soon, the Lord took me to heaven to my home in heaven. My home in heaven, one of them, sits on a humongous, humongous, humongous inlet. It is crystal clear. The marine mammals are everywhere. 
my home is is there. It's so freaking huge. There's a baseball stadium in my backyard. I mean, like a professional baseball stadium with seats the whole nine yards. It's in my backyard. There's dinosaurs, not bad ones, but the good ones. They're walking around out there. There's angels. There's a dock. There's a pier. I looked out, and there was the trailblazers sitting at port. Many, many angels were scurrying about loading the trailblazer. Many angels were getting on the trailblazer. Many Viking warriors were entering the trailblazer. I didn't know the trailblazer could hold that many people. Got so that's when he gave me the trailblazer, and then we took it out for a test flight, which. The test flight to God is here. Get it, go, fight. So immediately I was forced into battle. Luckily, though, I had King David and Joshua with me, and they were training me. And every time we would turn into a wooden ship, the trailblazer is like a shapeshifter. It can be a UFO one moment, or it can be an old wooden ship rocking about the sea the next. So it would turn into a wooden ship whenever we would be sneaking into harbors to attack. And during that time, King David and Joshua and myself would be on deck of the Trailblazer with swords, and they would be teaching me how to fight with swords and use my shield and face. And this this went on for a long, long time until one day I delivered King David to Israel. To Michael the Archangel, and David turned around and he smiled at me and, and said, "You can't fight over here with me, Blazer. You have to go to your territory. My territory that God gave me to fight in the battleland on Earth is from Texas all the way north to the west, all of California, Seattle, Alaska, British Columbia." And all the states in between Texas and there is where I do most all of my spirit wars. It just—it's kind of like a domain or a region that I'm in charge of. And so I know God has many others in charge of these other regions. So I'm not alone here, guys. You'll never be alone. We'll always be with you. Jesus will always be with you. Jesus always sits above. And watches over every battle I have ever been in. God the Father has been there, and Jesus has been there, and of course, Holy Spirit is with me and in me. And this is how He's going to take over Earth. This is how God is going to rid Earth of all the sin. He's going to do it through His sons and daughters. He's going to do it through you and I. The ones of us who have enough faith to believe Him, as Abraham believed Him. Amen. So. Wow, and that's all. That's what it's all about, right there. Is just having faith in Him as Abraham. And churches misuse the term. Um, we know what it really means. It means stepping out with God, and uh, not being a, a pussy. I mean, not being a total cowardly person. Um, self-centered says uh, something. God bless you guys. Issachar Israel says under 44,000. Um, Tracy Mielek says it's great. 
practice war only in the turf you're called to. Otherwise, we'd be taking warfare we're not prepared for. Amen. And uh, Tammy Cotred, thank you for coming in here. Wasim Alex, God bless you. And um, we got Adam Starsky Bay here too. And I, I think um, people don't and listen. We're, we sound crazy right now, but this is the headline right here, and I'm I'm going to post it soon. I'm st I had to find the right article. Um, I found the one from SputnikNews.com/science um, this morning, December seventh, a day that should live in infamy, the day that Tony Floyd and Aaron V. Cox and Michael Basham's spaceship armada got sighted by the ISS. Right after Tony Floyd called it on his broadcast, on his Spirit Wars broadcast on his channel, Tony Floyd channel. I'll be posting that in a minute. Um, but just briefly, if you want to just, if I can read the article briefly here, it says the U.S. Space, space Agency, NASA, is once again accused of cutting the feed on the International Space Station, the ISS cameras, after an unidentified object appeared on the screen. Wait, we need to cue the music for this. This is too cool. All right, guys. This is what happened. It was posted in... Actually, it happened on November 4th. Hey, it just came on the drudge today. One of the cameras on the side of the ISS recorded what appears to be a large object of bright blue hue appearing behind one of the space station's solar panels. There you go. The video feed follows the object for a few seconds, even zooming in, but then it cuts off promptly, asking viewers to please stand by. The high-definition Earth viewing experiment is either switching cameras or we are experiencing a temporary loss of signal with the International Space Station, the message on the screen says. <laughs> so, I'm sure it's just, you know, a technical problem, but this happens every single time an unidentified object appears. And this has happened before. And viewers of the video, um, which shared on another website, the Daily Star, stated their position succinctly, NASA is lying. So, big surprise there, you know. Um, it's just amazing. Like, this, this stuff is just so cool. Um, and, you know, we've got to get back to just... We are meant to go to space. We are meant to continue in through the stars. We're meant to challenge ourselves, go farther, and, and take things farther. Right, brother? So let's let's continue the spirit wars. And hey, look, you know, George Bush died. George Bush Sr., you know, that evil wizard. Um, he died. And look, all this MK Ultra stuff's coming up, bro. You know? Yeah. And that was the day of the 7.0, right? He died and it was like it was like Saruman falling from his tower and being impaled by the the sticks beneath, you know. Maybe that's the piece of shit I'm after. Sorry. <laughs> well, hey, we can't say Maybe bad he words was on the Maybe iTunes will block us. Yeah, Adam says Space Force. Amen. What, what else is going on there? How is your family doing in, uh, in Alaska right now? My family is being torn to shreds by Satan. That's how my family's doing. It's attacks upon me, upon Brenda, from our children. 
I had to remove my son come down here from Alaska. I had to ask him to leave my house because of some of the things he I cast a demon out of him against his will, and it only took a second. I saw the demon come out of him, go across the yard and walk in my front door. After my son left, I come in and sit, and of course, you know, my heart is sad because of what I had to do, but it had to be done. And uh, he's doing fine today, guys. He's, he's working on drilling rigs and stuff, so he, he's doing fine. But he's still being mentally tormented. And, uh, so I'm sitting at my table. I have a pool table in my living room. Very nice one, as a matter of fact. Thank you, Lord, for the gift. And uh, there's my my son. When before I cast the demon out, cursed me and says, "You will be dead in two weeks. Fourteen days, you'll be dead." Oh, well, I hope so. Then I'll be with my Lord forever. And uh, God ain't gonna let me die though. So I just put my shield up and rebuke that. And uh, he left. And I come in the house and sit down at, at the table. Well, there's the 14 ball is on the table nearest me to the pocket. And it starts rolling across the table. Back and forth. This demon has his finger on the 14 ball. And he takes and he spins it like a top. And he's rolling it around the, the table trying to make my fleshly man afraid. And, uh... So I'm not afraid. So then I seen him. He materialized. But what he didn't know that there were two angels also materialized at the same time, same time, right behind him. So I got up from the table. The 14 ball is still rolling across the table on its own. I walk over. I reach down. I take the 14 ball and I snatch it from the demon and I throw it in the corner pocket and I tell him, buddy, you just walked into the biggest trap you've ever seen. And he turned around and he seen the two angels and I told him, I'm about to command them to bind you and take you to the lake of fire and lay you before it for God to judge you one day. And we do have that power. It's in Revelation to treat it. Uh, so he freaked, this really freaked me out, brother. I don't, I don't know where this come from, you know. He starts asking me, the demon starts asking me to pray for him and to ask God to forgive him. I said, dude, I'm not going to pray for you and do nothing and I'm not going to talk to you. And I told the angels, take him away. And they bound him. And he screamed, and he screamed all the way out my door. How well, it wasn't no door he went through. He went through the roof. But the angels towed him away. This is what we're supposed to do for God. And if you don't believe in the spirit wars, just give it a try. You'll see. You'll find out real fast. I'm sorry for that first word, Michael. Try not to do that. Oh. Well, you're up against a lot. I, it doesn't bother me. It's just the network. Uh, rules. We can we can say all the word all the bad words that are in the Bible. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. I wanted to um, just uh, thank you for coming on 
today, Tony, and I want to ask you some more stories too that you've you've had going on, and, and just ask for prayer for your family, for um, just for everything to be good. And um, you've been a supporter of of this broadcast and of our faith journey throughout the world. And I just want to thank you, brother, for you know all of us are just human, and we all have things to face and deal with um, with as far as our families go. And but. It's like, why does that have to dominate everything? I always wonder, like, why don't people ever get out of their kind of personal stuff and they don't see the bigger picture and realize, like, we're meant to be a part of this historical event, which is we're taking the planet back. And the demons are real. People choose not to believe them, whatever. You know, if somebody... If somebody doesn't want to get delivered, that's their... But, you know, we have to keep fighting. We have to keep going forward no matter what. No matter what anybody does or anybody says. Or, you know, there's there's a secret space program. There's stuff going on with the reptilians. There's stuff happening with Trump. There's stuff happening um, everywhere. And, and the, the truth is, like, some of it's fake, but a lot of it is real. And we need to be prepared to face a reality that most people just aren't prepared to face. Like, they're just afraid um, of reality. They're afraid of what God can do and, and how big God is, but also how small God is willing to become and to come and join us and be with us. And, you know, like, we are invited to enter into the spiritual warfare combat. And if anybody goes to spiritwarsmedia.com and you look at some of the latest dreams that I posted there um, right when you were facing that enemy technology uh, I had a prayer with my friend and sister and br- uh, brother almost like a more manly than most men that I know but uh, a beautiful Norwegian lady that we helped get out of Taiwan and she shared with me some of the prayers that she had to unmask the enemy to show his face so that we would start to know who he is and identify him and crush him and i started having all these dreams of japanese ghosts and demons and like fire demons and technology you you described very well um i won't repeat the dream i've done it already um brenda brenda's here she says it's real y'all so uh you want to take the mic brother i'm just going to run to the bathroom really quick or if, if you want to take a little break or what what do you would, would you like to share any more Alright guys, we'll be right back. We're gonna take a little break. We're gonna be right back. We're gonna kick some more demon butt. Woo! Alright. Okay. We have more time. I'm just gonna I think everybody needs to take a bathroom break. Especially me. Alrighty, we'll be right back.
Oh, yeah. Okay, so I hope that inspiring song will help everyone to know that you are needed in this battle. We lost everybody. Oh, no, there's still 10 people watching. All right, cool. Well, Doug Wentz, man, I got to have you on, bro. We got to have a show. Um, we're basically talking about um, spirit craft, and I know uh, quite a few brethren, believe it or not, who usually tell me... Oh, oops. There goes YouTube. Um, they usually tell me off-air. They're kind of embarrassed because they don't want to get... They don't want to, like, sound crazy. But me and Tony don't care if we sound crazy. We're just like, woo! Let's go get those damn, damn devils and those aliens in there. Just use them spirit craft, bro! <laughs> Hallelujah! We don't fight them, bro. Yeah, if we're not going to be crazy, who's going to be crazy and, and fight those spirit beings and fly those those uh, interdimensional starships? I don't know why everybody feels so embarrassed to talk about this. It's such a cool thing. I mean, if I was to tell you... Okay, here's the keys to your cloaked spaceship outside. Would you throw them away? I mean, would, that, would you really do that? I mean, that would be so disappointing. But I, I know a lot of Christians... Um, who I can't name because they haven't given me permission, but they, not only do they get prophecies, visions, uh, miracles, and meet angels, but they have, in the spirit, gone into these sh these ships. And it's not like something you got to do in Area 51. It's something that you can do through accessing uh, Heaven's power. And it's not New Age, because you're not going through the wrong door. You're going through Jesus Christ the risen Lord and Savior, the Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who died for us, and his blood is, is you know, we are washed in the blood. Um, Tammy wants a space... Hey, Tony, do you got another... You got extra keys for any of your spaceships that you're not using right now that maybe Tammy could maybe borrow one? <laughs> or can we give... Tammy wants to fly a spaceship, Tony. The Texas is unmanned. Now... You can, you can climb aboard the Texas, and I'm sure the Basham's got plenty. And uh, you're welcome to go aboard the, the Texas. There will be an angel there in the cockpit with you, and he will teach you how to fly. And he will teach you how to fight. And you can just come on, just, just see yourself, Tammy, in the spirit, just the mind of a child. Just a great, great battleship with canning bombs lasers, nets, sticking out all ports, and it's ready for battle. It's it's a battleship in heaven. The uh, trailblazer is like a cruiser. It's it's a frigate or a cruiser, but the Texas is a battleship. It is heavily, heavily armed and always covers me from above also. And I don't talk too much about those because most of the time I'm in the Trailblazer. And uh, man, when I'm in the Trailblazer, I'm in the spirit. I'm just zooming around, guys, and I don't have time for it. So I, I stay pretty directed. But you betcha, you know, or you can start off in one of the stingrays with the children. And that's a good place. That's actually, <laughs> I'll tell you the story about the stingrays. So. After I'm on the Trailblazer, actually it's the Liberty. There's 600 Stingrays aboard the Liberty. Three rows on each side of the ship in the cargo bay, 100 per row. 
At the time, angels were flying them because the stone, the amber stone that I retrieved from Lucifer in Lucifer's fortress was not recovered yet, so they were manned with angels. After I recovered the stone and it was returned to the Lord, I don't know how, but somehow it opened a window of time or something and God started taking the spirits of the little children. Brenda, if you're still on, you can type down there some of the stuff that's happening to our little, little grandchildren in the spirit. It's just phenomenal what these small children are saying and doing. I always see my grandchildren in the spirit. So you can, you can hide them and you can keep them from me in the flesh, but you cannot keep them from me in the spirit. And that's what some people hate. People who want to keep me from my loved ones, they have no idea. Cannot keep me from them because God delivers them to me nightly. They're in the spirit wars with me. I see them all the time. They're in this one right now. And I also see technology sticking his head out of a friggin' hole in Alaska looking up that friggin' satellite. So let's keep on going, boys. Right now we're fighting this huge armada that has surrounded the satellite. I'm not going to take down the satellite. I'm going to leave that for Aaron B. Cox. You, Aaron, you're going to take it out. Michael and I are going to cover you because God told me to tell you that, that he wants you to do it. So we're going to keep fighting this armada around the satellite. Praise you, Lord God. See, I'm sorry, man, but I'm seeing this right now, so I'm just going to speak it. I'm not going to apologize. I'm not sorry. I'm now in the spirit wars, guys. We're now in the spirit wars. Everyone out there listening, I just ask you to jump in a stingray and join us just by faith, just by faith. And if not, just the mind of a child. Let's just have some fun. And so everything's too serious. So this is this is a pretty good time. Let's just have some fun. You see him sticking his head up, Michael, out of the hole? Yeah. He's it's good. like whack-a-mole. Oh, yeah. Like whack-a-mole. Yeah. Tammy Catret says, wow, Paul Kunkel is praising the Lord. I think anybody that uh, has the faith of a child to go with us. Hot Retard Chick says, Tony's always kicking ass on the astral planes. Amen. Woo! Welcome, Scotch. <laughs> hey, this time, by the way, uh, for people who are just joining us, um... We are, and you can find all the, the article stuff. I'll put it on all of our social media and uh, spiritwarsmedia.com. And I don't really use Facebook very well. Facebook is, I'm just going in here. It's like going to the Matrix to get people out of the Matrix. That's the only reason I use Facebook. Um, but we are right now reporting one of Tony Floyd's and friends, all of us, who have been joining him on these Spirit War missions. Um the Armada went right by the International Space Station a few days ago, and that very day, an article was published. Um, I'm trying to find out if that was actually the same moment when it happened. Um, let me check those dates. It doesn't really matter because in the spirit, things are just, you're in a different dimension and whatever. Like, in, imagination interfaces with reality, and it's it's everything is, it's hard to define stuff. It's like a dream, almost, except it it connects with reality. It's It's another dimension. But um, they actually turned off the camera on the ISS when uh, this huge, huge object was going by it in Earth's orbit. And um, <laughs> I think it was all of us. Anyway, continue, it was continue, all of Tony. Us. 
Okay, so I, I still see him sticking his head out. He's got his shoulders up now. I see his broken wing. He's pissed because we're headed towards the satellite. We're fighting our way. The ripper hooks were just ripping ship after ship over the blade. Michael Basham is just tearing them up with his lasers. He's Michael's got a some kind of weapon on the front, Michael. I don't know what it is, but it looks like a sword. And this thing is just spinning and it is just chewing them up. And uh, me, I like to crash them. I hit them and I go right through them and it doesn't bother me. But this is not about me. This is about my brothers and my sisters. And that's why I want all of you people by faith, by faith, just to join in and to believe that we can do this yeah. because we can. Yeah. We have power and authority over everything in this earth. This earth and everything in it belongs to Satan, but you don't. Amen. You belong to the kingdom of God, and the kingdom of God is where we will fight and who we will fight for. Praise the Lord God, I love you so much. Okay, so we're still continuing on. We're battling. We're in a V. We're going to break down to three Vs one inside the other so there will be actually three bees flying just wow thank you lord three bees <laughs> father son holy spirit praise god now so we we have one v but there's actually three bees one inside each other so they're seeing weakness the enemy cannot spot the other two bees inside I'm going to sit back and let Michael Basham take the lead. I'm going to sit inside because I'm watching technology from below. So we're going to continue on to the satellite. Praise you, Lord God. Praise you, Jesus. And we're going and we're battling. Michael, you're tearing them up. Brother Aaron, you're tearing them up. All of you guys, hot rod chicks, are you up there with us yet, brother? We're waiting on you. There's a stingray waiting for you. Know what you got there, brother. We need you. We're recruiting you to the spirit wars, hot rod chicks. <laughs> Man, women, children, you're all welcome. Dog, cat, if you can fly and fight for Christ, you're welcome. But this is for humans. So, oh, hey, you know, we might need dog. to we might need to go recruit some dogs and cats because it seems the humans just don't want to fly these spaceships. Then the rocks will. Then the rocks will do it. And the rocks will do it. That's what God said. If my people won't praise me, the rocks will. Praise you, Lord God. You deserve to be praised and loved for what you've done for us, Lord. People, you really have no idea what Jesus did. No idea what he did for us. It is so shallow what the churches have taught you. It is so shallow. This is where the power is going to lie, guys. This is how we're going to take back. Praise you, God, I will. All right. I have to, I have to backtrack a little bit because God wants me to lay this before you. Okay. One day, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner yesterday. I'm a sinner today. I don't go out willfully sinning and all this stuff. But I am a sinner. And I do some kind of bad things sometimes. Where are the bodies? Where are the bodies, Tony? Just kidding. Where are the bodies? Tell me, where are they? I always wanted to say that. I'm thinking about working for the FBI just so I can say that. 
Where are they? Curse word, man. I, I'm taking you to a place that might get you kicked out and locked up in an insane asylum. But I don't care because I guarantee you half the people in there are spirit warriors. That's why they're locked up. But anyway, praise you, God. I want you to know one day that I said, okay, God. Okay, Lord. I've known you all my life. I have cursed you. I've cussed you out. I have done everything to try to get rid of you, but you won't leave. So I tell you what I'm going to do, God. I'm not going to run anymore. But I can't be like those people who are raised in tender, loving homes who knows no hardships. Lord, I've never known nothing but hardship. I can never be one of those people God's not qualified Christian because of my own condemnation against myself, God. But I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do, Jesus. I'm going to tell people about you. Rather, I'm smoking a joint, drinking a beer. No matter what I'm doing in my sin, I will praise you and I will tell the people about you. And in my repentance, I will tell people about you. I am going to tell people about you because you are alive and you are real. And I'm just a piece of that dung. Man, when I told Jesus that, he loved me. He took hold of me and he threw me into the spirit wars. He loved what I told him. Even though I'm a sinner and I'm never going to be Michael Basham, I'm never going to be Aaron B. Cox, both great, great men. Sorry, brother, I can't help it. I'm making faces right here. I, I went to a perfect Christian school, and I think if you didn't go to a perfect Christian school, you're just, you know what? I don't know about you. <laughs> Actually, I went to a Jesuit university for a year not knowing what Jesuits even were. Somebody was like, ooh, you're going to the Jesuit school, ooh. And they didn't know what it was either. Now I know what goes on in a Jesuit school. I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um... I just, I, I don't think it matters so much like, oh, did you sin recently? Did you have too much to drink recently? Which, to be honest, I mean, everybody is probably sinning at some point every day, multiple times per day. In our thoughts, in missing the mark, in God telling you to go talk to that poor lady over there and you didn't talk to her, or, you know, you thought a bad thought about somebody, or you curse someone in your heart or you were bitter or unforgiving or you know you you know forgot to wipe your butt enough or something i don't know i mean it could be anything like so we have to live out of the spirit like in the spirit out of the world world of god's realm where we are covered under the blood and once you live in that liberty and freedom you can begin to engage with the supernatural and I'm not saying you have a free license to go and, and sin, but, I mean, by all means, like, take care take care of God's property. You know, eat well, live well, love well. Um, you know, there's, uh, okay, there's yeah. the link. I posted it. Um, I put uh, the link for, for uh, it's got the website. It also has all the links from what we're talking about, the article, the, the spaceship that was seen 
Um, Adam says, I am spaceship trained from past lives. I was part of the crazy Orion serious battle. Real talk. The battle is still going on. Okay, Adam, looks like we're going to have a, an interview with you just about that. <laughs> My wife is looking yeah, at me like, listen. what in the world are you yeah. listening to? <laughs> what are we I talking about? I know. with that at all, Adam. Not yeah. at all do I disagree and with that. And hats off to your I wife, Adam. Brenda. Brenda has something to say on that subject, so you'll have to get her on. Oh, my gosh. Brenda, when are we getting you on a show? Oh, my gosh. We got to do that. That needs to happen really soon. Um, yeah, yeah, you guys really need to yeah, we could do it tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, maybe tomorrow. Something to yeah, that, what you're okay. saying, Adam. Definitely. Yeah. Go ahead, brother. Um, Adam, are you free tomorrow to do a show? Maybe we can get you on. Um, and maybe Brenda could join in. We could talk about the uh, like the thing is these these galaxies, these constellations, these solar systems, they exist, and you shouldn't be afraid of the fact that Star Wars is more real than you can imagine. It just, it's, it's, let's just say that, okay, Luke Skywalker and Han Solo and Obi-Wan, they're made up, but the concept of spiritual warriors that utilize the light of God's truth and fallen ones who twist God's truth, the Sith Lords, the the dark ones they use the wisdom of solomon that he uh wrote the book for the witches when he fell when uh he had used the ring of solomon to build the um the temple it's legend says i mean the bible talks about very very in detail the exact measurements of every gosh darn little thing of the temple of solomon you can read David Flynn's work about the Temple of the Center of Time. Um, it's literally the... It's it's like there's some kind of an interdimensional aspect to Solomon's Temple. It doesn't mean we should worship the Temple. The Temple was destroyed. The gold was melted down. All the people died. I mean, it was like a horrible, horrible thing. You, you are now the Temple. Now we are the Temple. Yeah. And I'm not saying we should all move to Israel, but I wouldn't be surprised if at some point we all end up moving to Israel. <laughs> it's just probably going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to end up there anyway, so I'm a Benjamite. So whenever God says blows that trumpet, I am on my way, brother. So it's God is just so good. He's so wonderful, you know. He's so forgiving. And I was going <laughs> to... Sometimes I pray, Lord, protect me from myself whenever I'm not in my right mind or something. And, and this goes back to what we were just talking about a, a second ago about not going out and doing willful sin. But I have found out the closer I get to God, the more he protects me from sin. And it's just so crazy. And I'm going to tell you something. And Brenda already knows, so... I've been on a dating side and I've been, you know, trying to move forward with my life and stuff. And uh, God ain't gonna let that happen anyway, by the way. So, praise you, Lord. So, a lady come over to visit me one time and uh, she walked in my house and God immediately put her to sleep. That woman slept for two days without waking up. She woke up in time to go home 
That's how much he loves you, folks. That's how much he will keep you from sin. So you see, sometimes he does it. Every woman who walks in this house who has an attraction to me immediately falls asleep. Immediately. Is that not crazy? That is crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. That, is, that seems impossible. That just seems impossible to me, but okay. Well, I think, yeah, you know, like, this is the thing. When you read the Bible, and I'm not saying people um, should in any way be, uh, like, I talked to a, a, a friend earlier just about some dating stuff. And, you know, the, the thing is the, the church worships relationships above your relationship with God. And... I think that once things are good between you and God, then things start to sort themselves out in your own life. Not like, oh, you got to, you know, follow all these rules and then you can talk to God. No, talk to God now and then watch him sort everything out. Okay, Adam, uh, we're going to probably get Adam tomorrow. Yeah, we don't, I mean, that's why I don't spend a whole lot of time. Like, if you want to go and learn about those things... Go to another show. We here on the Spirit Wars broadcast on the Fringe Radio Network. We talk about fighting Satan, and we fight. We talk about raising armies and going into the mountain and summoning the ghost armies that say no one can stand before us. And then you raise aloft this ancient sword that was given to you by an elvish king, and or the sword of Gideon, or some crazy thing like that. And you're like. Now you will serve us. And we send these things. And I'm literally, I am in the middle of the Pacific Ocean right now. I keep having dreams over and over again of sea creatures and dolphins. And um, I think they're like angelic dolphins because I keep having these dreams of dolphins that are protecting me. I don't know what it means. Okay, we're doing stuff underwater, man. All right. Which of your spirit craft go underwater, Tony? Oh, yeah, it turns into a submarine, too. Yeah, I've already been into the back door of hell where Jonah went. The Bible says, when if you read the story of Jonah, it says he was in the belly of the beast for three days, right? Yeah. What is the beast? Is it the whale? Or is it hell? Jonah was in hell for three days, just like Jesus was. Whenever I came out, I, I was telling you all about the trailblazers sitting in the port in my home in heaven in my port. Whenever I took trailblazer out for her initial flight, loaded with warring angels and Vikings and everything, she was a wooden ship. She's a wooden ship when she sets at port. So I started taking the, the, the trailblazer out to sea and the waves got bigger and bigger and bigger until they were almost engulfing the trailblazer. The whale that swallowed Jonah came up and dove, you know, did, did a flop in the ocean. And I immediately knew it was the whale that had swallowed Jonah. I don't know how this God told me. And I was to follow it. So the trailblazer didn't go back to a UFO. It didn't remain a wooden ship. It turned into a submarine. 
this is where we're going on our next trip or two, brother. I, not the same place that I'm talking about, but... Are you talking about the, the Whale yeah. of Jonah? Wait, hold on a second. Are you saying that you think that the Whale of Jonah was a submarine? No, no, the Trailblazer turned into a submarine. Oh, okay. So these spear craft can go underwater. Okay. Jonah was there, came out of the ocean, burst and splashed in front of the Trailblazer as I was taking Trailblazer out. Immediately, the Trailblazer turned into a submarine. Okay, I see. And dove. It dove. I followed this whale that, that swallowed Jonah for probably three to four weeks. That's all I could see in my spirit, Lord, was following this whale. Lord, where are we going? And he started, so that's when he brought Jonah to my foresight about the belly of the beast. Jonah was taken to hell for three days. That's where he was in the belly of the beast. The beast is not a whale. The beast is Satan. The beast is hell. So I went to this back door to hell. We, we dove and dove and dove. I wrote this story too and uh, posted it. Praise God, you probably repost I don't know. I, I write so many stories and you were so busy in those days also. And uh, so I followed him. He was leading me to where he took Jonah. Because I was, this was a San Francisco battle, guys. Alcatraz Island is where we came up. So, do I have time to tell the story, Michael? Y'all really want to hear this? We really want to hear it. We really want to hear it. I really want to hear it. I'm going to hear it. Do you guys want to hear the story? I want to hear the story. They want to hear it. I'm not Neville Johnson. Man, that brother, I just love him to death. Oh, I love Neville Johnson. Oh. Oh, my God. He he is my pastor. If I have a pastor on this earth, it's Neville. Yeah. And, uh, just, you know, he rode my horse. You'll just have You'll have to catch one of his things. He's talking about a white stallion. He got to ride a white stallion with wings that flew. I said, hey, Neville, you're riding midnight, dude. <laughs> so it's one of those things. But anyway, I was after a loot of relics, a loot of blessing stones. So I went down, followed this whale for three or four weeks, that's all I could see in my spirit boards, and finally went down underneath the opening in the earth, way, way down, four weeks down, at least four weeks down into the ocean and trailblazer and fall on the whale. So you know that's pretty freaking deep. And I'm pretty sure it's what do they call that? The Mar Mariano Trench or something? Yeah, Mariana's you know? Mariana's Trench. Yeah, Mar yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure that's where it was at almost 99.9% sure. And so we dove and dove and we came up under the ocean and we came up into a, like a little cave that had air in it. Came up, the trailblazer was a submarine, the whale come up, he looked at me, he blew out his, his blowhole spout and I knew he was saying, this is the place. This is where he took Jonah. So there was the door a great big door there's a little beach area and there was a door to a cave it was just a big mountain of concrete you know our, our rock wall but there was a door in it well 
I, the door was covered with cobwebs. No one had been in this door. I don't even see why there was a door there. And so I opened this door. Whenever I opened it, they had set a trap. They had set a huge, huge hammer, like you see on one of them cartoons. Kabam, you know, hit you. They set it up above the inside of the door. When I opened the door, this hammer came down and hit me in the chest. I had a heart attack that day. And had to go in for surgery. They put another three stents in my heart. You see, guys, the spirit war is very true. You get hurt in the spirit, you get hurt in the flesh. So I laid there, I had surgery. I recovered from my surgery. Immediately, I was back in this place. I said, God, you're gonna kill me, Lord. And, uh, yeah, no, I ain't. I'm teaching you. So it hit me in the chest. I had an emergency heart surgery again, my second one. And so I went into this back room to hell. I opened the door. After I went back in there, the hammer was still laying down where it had smashed me in the chest. I took my sword and I removed the hammer so it would never do it again in case I ever come back there. I walked into the back door of hell. There were ministers in these boiling pots being boiled over and over and over. There were these great razors that kind of like a, a time clock. They were moving across. These ministers had chains tied to their tongues with a, a big ball of weight on the other end that kept their tongues open. Their heads were in chains, pulled back. Their mouths were wide open, and these demons were shoveling hot coals down their throats as these razors was cutting their throats. Oh, and Tony, there's kids this, watching. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm telling you the truth. Well, we had what John I saw. Basil Rosewater just popped in for a second. He was... Um... At least he was browsing through. Pretty cool to see him. Canary Cry Radio. Um, it's this is important information though, guys. Like Tony's sharing these inf these visions, and if you have the faith for them, they're not just visions. Like the thing is, like the spirit, it's so raw, it's so real, and it can be very disturbing at times. But if you can stomach it. God can show you stuff. And I'm I am 100%, you know, Fringe Radio Network goes into Fringianity, Doctor Future, you know, Future Quake, um foundational Christianity. You know, my foundation starts with Derek Prince and Don Basham, my grandfather who worked with Don with Derek Prince. Um but ever since that time we've moved through different stages of you know, the church has branched out, and there have been people like Neville Johnson, like Rick Joyner, like um, thousands and thousands of preachers that have received um, messages. And although I don't personally always believe everything right away, I wait until we see specifically, and for anybody that's just popping in here, we see actually on the... Um, on the news like okay yeah there was this giant ISS p 
picture of a giant thing outside of the International Space Station, and it's literally the day of when Tony Floyd goes on a spirit journey, and I'm on the broadcast. I posted the link everywhere. You guys can find the link. I had to restart the Facebook Live. Um, literally that day, we were all in this Armada journey battle to against like a fallen angel, and you know. Anyway. So just to reiterate for people that are uh, popping in here now, and of course, again, uh, join us on the Fringe Radio Network prod- podcast. You'll find also Rachel Stevens is, is there. We have her YouTube channel converted to podcast, so she's given us permission to do that. We have some of Rick Joyner's talks that we post. Whenever he does a live talk, we, we put that into um, MP3 form so that people can listen to that. You definitely want to go to iTunes and subscribe to the Fringe Radio Network and get Give us a review. Give us some stars. Nobody's ever done it for some reason. Even though we have millions of downloads, nobody ever gives us a review. <laughs> but um, oh, you know, it's just iTunes podcast. You know, for anybody with an Apple, like if you have an Apple thing, go to iTunes, give us a review. Um, anyway, let's continue, brother. Let's continue the spirit war goes forward yes i need blinders on give me blinders so i don't see this anymore so i stay focused so i can walk through this place yeah this is where they were what we just went through because i don't want to repeat that because it is, it is pretty horrific okay. yeah. but they were shoving hot coals down your throats so I, I moved, I was wearing a cloak, God gave me a cloak. That's when Holy Spirit issued me my cloak. So when I wear that in the pits of hell, and remember Jesus has the keys to hell, folks, so don't think he won't send you there. Oh, I could pop to another story right from there, but I won't, Lord, I'll stay focused. Oh, praise the Lord, you know. So I walked on. I walked on, cloaked, with blinders on, so I couldn't see the torture that these people were going through in hell. And I had been there many times, folks, many, many times. And I do things for God down there sometimes. But I don't like it. I don't like going to that foul, evil place. And you won't like it either, so you're not going there, so don't worry about it. If you're listening to this program, then you love Jesus. So I kept moving on, and I moved on, and I had a couple of people down there with me at the, this time, the spirit warriors, who erased themselves from the spirit, and they were they would actually erase themselves from being involved in the spirit war by disbelief. They were there one day, the next day they were no longer with me. Wow. And so I was alone, and that's when Michael Basham showed up. And you probably don't even know about it either right now, but you will. This is the way the Holy... There is no time, folks, in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the DeLorean. He is the time machine. Holy Spirit holds all time. There is no such thing as time, only in man's way, not in God's way. So I'm moving through this tunnel... I battled more and more demons. Michael joins me in this spirit. We end up in a cave right below Alcatraz. 
the prison Alcatraz in San Francisco. I peek around the corner, Michael and I are together, I peek around the corner and here's this great demon just laughing and laughing, sitting on all these blessing stones. You see, folks, when you were born, God blessed you and he gave you a blessing stone. Well, when you die, if you don't belong to the Lord and you're not redeemed and you go to hell, then Satan takes that blessing stone. And he had sacks and sacks of it, this friggin' evil piece of crap demon. And I see him and he sees me. I pull my bow and I let her arrow fly that hits him right in the forehead and pins him to the side of the wall. Well, he has many other minions and bodyguards and Michael and I pull our swords and our shields and we battle until we destroy him. Zebediah is also with me on this. He's a warring angel in charge. I'm a commander, I give him orders he gives orders to the angels that stand. So we're battling down there. My grandchildren and the children in the stingrays are battling above outside this cave. Alcatraz, I see the Golden Gate Bridge. The Trailblazer is also up there. The Star Lion, the Blade, is, which is a ship that, that I designed and Jesus designed, and we gifted it to Michael Basham. It was a love gift. And uh, the blade is firing away at the ground forces of evil, of these evil demons who are running around naked. Then out of this cave come these little dragon-like creatures flying around, and they're stinging people like, ever seen one of them seahorses? That's what they were, like a seahorse kind of creature. Well, the children in the stingrays came out of the, the Liberty showed up and the Liberty dispatched all these children, different nationalities, black, white, brown, Asian, Hispanic, African-American, African-African, all over the globe, Iranian, all the children of the nation were in this battle. And they were, they were taking care of these little seahorse dragons. And one came toward me and my grandson Ethan intercepted it and with a love bomb and says, I got this one, Grandpa. And uh, so we're in the cave. So many, many demons are guarding the entrance and they won't let us out. So Zebediah, this great warring angel, he says, run toward me. So Zebediah gets in the opening of the mouth of the cave and he elbows with his left arm, he elbows a horde of demons and sends them flying across the universe. I mean, out of our solar system, but this guy can hit. And he hits him, he says, I want you to run as fast as you can toward me. So Michael and I start running and he says, jump. And I jumped up in the air Zebediah grew and his hand touched my back and he pushed me with such force that I flew out of this cave. Michael flew out of this cave and up into the 
the atmosphere and back down. Midnight, my trusty stallion caught me, flew underneath me, and I landed on him. At that time, I had recovered the stones. The shepherd hound came and ate all of the stones that we recovered from that cave and took them to heaven, took them to the purity to be purified and then returned them to heaven. They always go to the purity first, always. And so now I'm sitting on this, this stallion on midnight and I'm watching the battlefield and this dragon sticks his head out of the hole that we just came out of. Zebediah is back on the trailblazer now. He usually flies the trailblazer when I'm not present. He always follows me in the trailblazer. I have dozens and dozens of pictures of it. And, uh, so they're blasting away at these demons and I'm sitting on, on midnight the horse when my, at the time, my youngest grandson, Ryan, he was about, I don't know, seven or eight at the time. He comes out with this hammer like Zor, the hammer of Zor, and he has these sticky boots on. Well, the beast, this dragon, sticks his head out of this cave. Now, we're talking, you know, a couple of hundred yards high, his head and his neck. Ryan parks his stingray, a little seven-year-old boy, parks his stingray on Alcatraz, Alcatraz Island, and he jumps out with his sword and this hammer. And I tell him, Ryan, what are you doing? He says, don't worry, Grandpa, watch this. This big horde of demons, he's encircled by a horde of demons, this little seven-year-old boy. And they start running and closing in on him. And I'm so worried about him that Midnight and I, we dart toward him to help him. And he says, it's okay, Grandpa. Watch this. He takes this hammer. He hits the earth. And it shakes. And these demons are rattled to gray matter, to dust. One blow with his hammer, he destroyed the whole horde. And he laughed and he laughed. And then he started running for the dragon. And I said, no, Ryan, no. No, Grandpa, he didn't stop. He had these little sticky boots on. And he ran up the neck of this dragon. Praise your God. I see the satellite, Michael. God showing it to me. The beast, his waist is out of the ground now. He's going to come. He's going to come up here. And uh, you guys focus on the satellite. I'm watching him. This is y'all's fun. All of you guys out there, destroy this thing. I'm going to watch this guy. And uh, so Ryan runs up the neck of this beast. I fly by on the on midnight, and I yield my sword, and I swing, and I cut one of the horns from the, the dragon's head. And it's just dangling there. The dragon is spitting fire at me and hate and curse words and telling me how he's going to destroy my family and do all these things. And uh, Ryan takes his hammer and he takes it with both hands and he raises it above his head. Now remember this little seven-year-old boy. And he smacks that dragon on the top of the head with that earth-shake hammer. 
that dragon withered and failed and died. The cave was then concreted in by holy angels, the entrance blocked. Joshua and his army began to walk around the perimeter of San Francisco in a big circle, started marching. Boom, ba, 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 when he put his foot down. He'd pick up his right foot. Boom, ba, ba, ba. And the earth would shake as Joshua encircled the city. And today, Joshua still circles the city. San Francisco is marked for destruction, for the evil that is in this place. In the spirit wars, I have shut the cave, Ryan has slain the beast, Joshua encircles the city. I have no idea when this is going to happen, but it's going to happen. Because it is done in the spirit and it shall be. So this is just one of the, another spirit war that I have been in. So I shared another one, brother. Well done, brother. And um, I'm just going to let that sink in for everybody. And I mean, yeah, there is so much evil in so many cities. And yet there is a remnant. And, you know, he asked God, like, is there... Oh, Brian's... Oh, man, I got to get I gotta get back in touch with Brian. Brian Moon, I love you, brother. Great to see you. We are uh, right now uh, discussing some spiritual visions that came true um picturally we think it's within hours of the actual vision taking place possibly uh iss photograph giant object outside of the earth and they shut the camera off right when my brother tony floyd who we are talking with right now is sharing some of these um these visions which he he always honors us by calling them spirit wars spirit wars is for all humanity it is not just for one person anybody can can go into the spirit and fight the war we want to get the war fought and won we um are also talking about mk ultra and the the passing of daddy bush you know which the media is worshiping him right now it's it's disgusting and you know the entire time like he was running the cia first before becoming the pre- president and there's been this huge evil Illegal MK Ultra mind control stuff, which has just came out in the Drudge Report. This is from the Sun.co.uk. Um, these illegal mind control experiments and their sensational new documents that officials were hidden had had hidden for decades, and this rewrites the history of the CIA's covert illegal MK Ultra project. And uh, John Greenwald Jr. He was trying to get these documents for 20 years. And they finally got these things out. The very disturbing details of secret mind control experiments carried out by the CIA just revealed. And um, these officials didn't want anybody to know. But because of the Freedom of Information Act, which we need to go and push to make these people tell us, they had experimented on humans and animals with drugs, hypnosis, electronic devices, part of a top secret illegal mind control project called... MK Ultra. So boom, this is mainstream news now. And um it's it's you know, you can go look at it and it's just it's what we already know. Um all the all the documents are there. I'm going to put you on mute for a second, Tony. Don't don't hang up yet, but I'm just going to mute you for just a minute. 
Um, or I thought I muted him. Oh, I muted myself. Okay. Are you, uh, I guess I can't mute you. Well, anyway, um, where were we? Let's see if, oh, here it is. Okay, so, this stuff is coming out right after Daddy Bush dies. It's amazing that, it's almost like the grip of control is off. And now we're finally starting to see, um... All this eerie information. Uh, the CIA even produced a detailed 100-page report on electric fishes to try to create humans who could generate electricity. Okay? This is the kind of stuff that goes on. Alright? This is just what they've revealed. Too. So, uh, you know, stay tuned. There's going to be a lot more. There's um, a lot of yeah. secret information that's that's coming out. And there's still 1,245 pages missing. Which could in- include even more disturbing details. I want to add something too, brother. All right, brother. We got a few minutes left. If you want to share a few last okay. things, sure. Right, right here. This also happened the day that Daddy Bush, my daddy, died. CERN was turned on full blast. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know about that. Yes. So could all of this have ties? Yes, it could. Am I saying it does? No, I'm not saying it. I'm just saying weird timing, guys. 7.0 earthquake, CERN is on, Daddy Bush dies. Technology. <laughs> just come and join us in the spirit wars. That's what I say. I welcome all of you. Susan Storm, all of you folks. Come on. Men, women, children. Let's fight. Let's bring heaven to earth. Let's believe it. Amen. Praise God. And I'm going to let you finish up your show, brother. Thanks for having me. And more than that... Stay tuned, brother. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for for being who you are, Tony. Thank you for all that you do. We honor you. We um, ask people to go and check out his YouTube channel. Subscribe to Tony Floyd's YouTube channel. You can catch him going live and often sharing um, all about the Spirit Wars. He does it right there. You know, he's got guts. You know, I got guts to go live, but I don't often just suddenly get an open vision like he does while while live usually i report stuff or i'll read prophecies that we got before but go ahead and check out um the spiritwarsmedia.com um link that i posted there in the chat and uh hot retired chicks says you're welcome <laughs> so, yeah you're welcome thank you hot retired chicks you're doing a great job too um leonardo perez hey bro good to see you Nice photo. Okay, so we are going to just continue to fight in the spiritual warfare, but we're also going to um, share some of the information that you can see um, happening that's just being reported on the news, which, I mean, they don't always lie about everything. Check this out. There's audible sound, very first sound of wind from Mars. Let's listen to this. sounds like somebody's you know got a little bit ate too many beans by the microphone um but that's cool they're gonna start getting sounds maybe there'll be like some sound where it'll be like hey hey 
Antonio Fly says it's worth billions to listen to this. <laughs> killer Killer Bob says hey, next stop Uranus. <laughs> And I'll, I'll shut up after this. Okay, okay, you go ahead. Yeah. All right. I pray to the Lord, and I encourage you, each and every one of you to say the same prayer. Ask God, because Jesus said, I knew you before I created the foundations of the earth. So I ask him, well, Lord, you said you knew me, so who am I? Who was I? These are the questions he wants you to ask. Ask for your destiny. Go to the altar of Abraham and lay down everything there as Abraham did. Abraham put his very son upon there and pulled a knife and was going to sacrifice his own son to the living God. I did the same thing except with no knife, of course. But I walked up to the altar of Abraham and I laid my wife, my children, my grandchildren on that altar and I said, Lord, they are yours. You created them, they're yours. Except, unlike Abraham, no one held the knife back so that I didn't harm. God accepted my sacrifice, and I have been stripped of everything that I laid upon that altar. These are the things you must do for God, because you don't think he will test you, he will. Because the power that is to come, that he will pour out upon this earth, upon the sons and daughters of his kingdom, will be immaculate power. And he will test you, and he will test your faith and your loyalty to him. Don't right. think he won't, because he will, folks. So that's all i got to say for now. God bless you. I love you. Thank you guys for being with us. Please support Michael. I wish I could do more for you, brother, but I just don't have money. It's not one of the things I have, but I support you in other ways. And, You've uh, done a lot already, Tony, and you, you, you are such a blessing. Thank you so much. Um, we're going to just we're gonna turn this off in a few minutes. I just was going to finish this um, MK Ultra stuff. There's also some other stuff on the Drudge, but um, you can also, obviously, if anybody does have money to support us through Patreon, we have a Patreon. I want to thank all of our supporters there. And um, it's every little bit helps, you know, like three bucks a month, you know, you push the button. It's pretty easy to use. It's on our website, spiritwarsmedia.com. And also pray for us most of all, like, and pray for Tony, pray for all of our brethren who are um, connected in with this and expect miracles because God is just getting warmed up. And like he said, he will test you. He will take you to the end of yourself. And, um, um, we've, we just, we've got to see this whole battle through, you know, we can't let the enemy win. We can't let him, uh, get away with it. And he's, he's running, he's on the run. He is definitely freaked out right now. Like he knows that his days are short, that he's only got a, a period of time left to try to, to screw with people and children. And meanwhile, Jesus has his plan, you know, um, and, you know, the AI thing is, is one more thing I want to share. And, and I was interesting to hear about CERN um, while they're attacking Donald Trump in the news and all this. There is a very interesting uh, article that everybody's talking about. And you can find this. Steve Quayle is also talking about it. Deep Minds Alpha Zero now showing human-like intuition in a historical turning point for AI. 
So this is very, very alarming because um, we know that AI is connected to the mark of the beast. In the future, it'll be something very similar to that, if not directly. But they've been testing it through like playing chess and different, and it has a, a new style of play unlike they've never seen before, suggesting it has uh, the ability to improvise like a human. So that's very interesting. Um, Alpha Zero um, is the t is the name of that. So it's just you know something to be aware of that you know they're playing games with the deep mind. What does that remind you of? Deep state and deep yucky secrets the 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 depths of satan as it says we don't want to we don't want to get into that you don't want to know too much about that but it's it's important to at least know a little bit i don't usually read the news every day i just kind of go through the the headlines then i'll read something if it's very very key and um this is the thing there's so much going on like in in the daily mail scientists are now able to levitate objects by pointing at them and they're using sound waves to control the movement of tiny beads through the air. So that's very interesting. There's a lot of um, new breakthroughs in technology. There's um, what's happening in France right now. I just got off the. Uh, I I was messaging a friend in um, Switzerland today, and he told me that it's just a madhouse over there, and it's like Europe is is just in deep trouble. So um, I'm not saying everybody come to America now, but it's definitely looking like we who are in America, we need to stand up and we need to take command in many ways wherever we are and be the lighthouse in your area to, I mean, it's, you, you just, there's no like running away and, you know, taking refuge in, for example, like in Taiwan where... They will literally steal your kids and then drag you before unjust courts. And yet, oh, Taiwan is so safe. You're going to survive the apocalypse there. Well, not really. You know, um, France is basically on fire. That's that's a, a big situation. Uh, there's AI beast tech that's connecting with CRISPR. That's really fun. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong with that? You know? It's, yes, we need to. It's a technology demon. It's a spirit of, of witchcraft. Um, amen. Um, so it's it's making it easier for para-human creations to take place. They're going to start making it very easy to just basically create any kind of monster that you want. Oh, it's so convenient. It's so simple and fun. <laughs> Well, wait till you see what people are going to be doing with it. The dream that I had about this was that hell will connect with um, technology, in essence, to just create this uh, this total nasty situation. Um, I, I want to recommend also for anybody that hasn't listened to Alex Jones in a while to take a look at yesterday's Alex Jones show. I'm going to put the link in. Um, for anybody that's listening live right now um, onto our YouTube feed and the Facebook feed you once I'm done with this if nobody else is going live listen to Alex Jones listen to his discourse on the um, New World Order takeover it's one of the best I've ever heard it just it gets right down to it it gets right down to what's happening um, we need to be 
informed about this stuff and keep coming back to the big picture. That is the way to really uh, be forewarned and forearmed. So um, nobody can tell it like Alex Jones. I don't try to compete with him. I say, if you can't beat him, join him. I would work for InfoWars, but I don't think I'm needed there. I kind of just, I keep having dreams about the studio, InfoWars studio. And um, I believe that we are beginning to interface with people um, more and more. So anyway, we got to we gotta turn this thing off. But um, Tony, you're still there. You, you, <laughs> you're just... You're just hanging out. Thank you, brother. Well, we got to go, everybody. Bless y'all. Thank you all for coming. We love you. Listen to that Alex Jones. I'm telling you, it's going to change your whole mainframe. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you can't find the link, just let me know. I'll, I just posted it there. But Okay. All right, guys. We'll keep fighting strong. We love you all. Goodbye. Thank you.